0: blog talk radio baseball might start up again with no fans in the stands this reminds me of the difference between being a mets fan and being a yankee fan if you're a yankee fan it's hard to get good seats if you're a mets fan they might like a pitch i'm brett singer this is my show Hello, 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 hello. It is Wednesday. It is May 20th, 2020. We like to say the year because you never know. You might forget the year. I've done that a couple of times. We are Brett from The Bunker, and we're here, and we're joined today by Karen Bergreen. Karen, how you doing? I
1: am actually okay at this very, very second.
0: That is good. Changing that is good. From
1: second to second,
0: right? Right. Well, that—that that is the first question I always ask is how are you holding up Cause that, because I think yeah. that's important. You know, we got to... We got to take care of ourselves here. So if you're if you're in a good place right now, that's good.
1: Right. It's all about the right now. You can't because when I notice that when I keep when I start thinking too much about the big picture, it puts me into a spiraling depression. So I just focus on the the following ten to fifteen seconds.
0: Well, do you feel like do you feel any extra pressure to be in good shape because of the kids? Because I know I do. I feel like I need to. Yeah. Maybe take a little extra care of myself and make sure that I'm mentally good because you know you got to be stable for other people too.
1: Yes, and I I lose it. You know I don't lose it first thing in the morning, but by the end of the day, I sometimes you know they think I'm insane. Like you know the <laughs> what sentence. What do you mean? The sentence "people are dying" comes out of my mouth. You know, around five o'clock every day. Oh, people boy. are dying. Like that. Okay. You know, um, but I do try to, I try to, you know, because I, the one thing that's, I mean, the one thing that's, you know, there are a few good things that have come out of this. And one of them is my kids are teens. Your kids are like a little bit older and, uh, right? Isn't that true? Yeah. yeah. Right? Um And um, I do, I sort of, I've been watching my friends whose kids have gone off to college and that's kind of it, and I feel like, oh, this is just a little bit more time that we have to get to know each other. You know we're yes. not necessarily in our best our best selves, but at least we're you know you know there's like time and it's not necessarily quote quality time, but there's time together during the day that we would obviously not have and um, my older son is like never home from school before like seven thirty So just to see a glimpse of him in the middle of the day is sort of nice, even though he's, both of them are holed up in their room, the older one doing his homework and the younger one playing video
0: games. Right. I was going to say, I mean, that's sort of, that's the way it's been going. I mean, there's definitely been, you know, a fair amount of like, you know, they come out to get a drink. and That's about it. You know, Yes. they emerge to eat.
1: Right. And, and um, a little bit of like, can you get me this? Can you get me that? Because for some reason, you know, turning on the water is too
0: difficult for them. <laughs> well, it's hard. You know, I mean, it's hard to use those hands. It's for he's he's got to save I those hands for video it. games, Karen. Come on.
1: <laughs> I know. And, but then I sort of feel like, I, you know, I appreciate that I'm sort of useful to them. I know it's, you know, I don't really have... Like a lot of skills, so the fact that I can turn on the water and give them a glass of water or make them some eggs or something makes me feel like I have special powers that maybe they don't have. <laughs>
0: That's good. <laughs> it's good to feel useful. It's definitely good to feel useful. Um, so, have you have you done any uh, online comedy at all? I
1: have. Have you?
0: Yeah, I have. I have. How do you? What do you think of it?
1: Um, I'm learning it. I um, I love the commute. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the the timing thing is the issue. You know, I feel like there's something fun about the intimacy of it. Like there's, it's not all horrible. Like, there's something fun about the kind of intimacy of it. Like, you see the people in their living rooms and, and you're in your room or whatever. Um, and that's kind of fun. But the delay is my issue like as soon as they figure that delay thing out in zoom i think it's going to be better and if they could make if they could sort of you know maybe you know i think that i I, honestly by the time they have a vaccine they're going to have zoom figured out you know what i mean right i think it's um I think that that's that's what I'm foreseeing. I don't know if you're having the same issue.
0: No. Now, what do you mean the delay? You mean like there's a delay in terms of any reaction that you get from the audience? Yeah. Like you say your joke, and then there's yeah. sort of like a couple of there's some beats, and then they react.
1: Yes. And uh, there's like this slight uh, the then they react and uh, and some of them you know it depends who's on mute, who's not on mute. Sometimes there's feedback. So the time, the sort of smooth. You know, we always take for granted that the joke is going to come out smoothly. You're going to pause. There'll be a laugh or not, and then you can move on to the other joke. That this is like, there might be like a little freeze, for freeze. You know, because the internet connection isn't a hundred percent. Right. Um, somebody in the background um, might talk, and it takes over the sound of the Zoom. And then there's that. There is that delay. So there's all these variables that make it just a little less funny. Um, and I think it's just about getting used to it and and getting the ear, getting an ear for it the way you get an ear for crowds in you know live comedy. I think right. I think that's what it is. Hmm, um, that's interesting. I'm trying kind to of study it. I'm yeah, just sort of adju- like,
0: adjusting adjusting to this, like sort of adjusting to the new medium.
1: Yeah, you know, I feel like it's, you know, I'm an open micer again. You know, I just kind of am learning it and trying to feel my way through it. And the material has changed, obviously, because the times have changed. But that's good. I like the fact that, you know, I do feel like I'm more creative now than I've been in the past couple of years. I don't know if it's because I'm so scared. Or because, you know what I mean? I don't know if it's because I feel this heightened sense of something. Um, It seems to be that people are, like, great art comes about usually right around, like, the time of these times. It's not, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're sort of fat and happy, it's not going to happen for you.
0: Right. When you're a little more worried and you're you're, you're sort of concerned that maybe things are not going to be going the way you want them to go, maybe it gives you a little extra motivation.
1: Yeah, or just, like, it's a feeling of, you know, for me, I definitely have that thing, like, if I don't keep myself busy the whole day, like, from the moment I wake up until the moment I go to sleep, everything is going to fall apart.
0: I have and the so same I have feeling. To, I feel the exact I, same way. It's such a, it's weird. And then you hear people saying, no, you don't have to do that. You have to take care of your mental health. You got to do this. And I'm sort of like, well, but I, I got to be doing stuff. Right.
1: I'm like, that is my mental health. Like. It's I actually, like, what, what do they mean, like, sit and watch? I mean, and I. it's not like I'm not watching, like, tons of Netflix, because I am, but I am doing it while I'm cleaning, while I'm gardening, you know, while I'm, like, I'm never just sitting there watching those the shows. I just am not doing that. It, everything is, like, you know, I, I feel like everything has to have, like, a goal. You know, it's kind of what I was saying before. It's, like, what's this five seconds like? You know, and I and I'm not a naturally, you know, busy bee kind of person, you know.
0: Now that's interesting. So that's not so your that's lot. not your natural state.
1: No, I mean I like to get a lot of things done, but I I am somebody who enjoys sitting in front of T V with like a big bowl of food and just letting myself go. I, I'm not doing that here. I'm doing, mm. it's not that I'm not chowing, it's not that I'm not watching TV, it's not, any of that stuff, but it's while I'm doing something else, while I'm writing, while I'm teaching, while I'm, you know, something else is going on. Yelling at my kids. <laughs> my kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very important to yell at the kids. Very, very important. That Do is you find gotta it's make Got to make time getting. for that.
1: Are you getting more things
0: done, do you think? Um, I, I've i written a lot. Like, that. that's mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, I, I've def, I'm i definitely writing more. I am slightly concerned that a lot of what I'm writing is not going to be that useful when this is over. But then I remind myself, this isn't going to be over anytime soon. So maybe that's okay. Right. You know, like, if I'm using right. it on Zoom shows, maybe, you know, like, um, and I've been a little looser as a, as a comic, which has been good. Which is I found has been good for me. So I, I'm I, there's. I mean, you hate to say, hey, there's lots of positives, but you know, in the in the interest yeah. of trying to not be all doom and gloom, there have been kind of some positives. There have been some things that I I feel like yeah, I'm absolutely. enjoying.
1: Absolutely. I you know, if there wasn't this sort of backdrop of death and poverty, this would be kind of good. <laughs> Do you <laughs> know what I mean? It's the Um, there are just, like, moments in this that are, you know, I do, when the people clap at 7 o'clock, I cry. Like, I think it's so lovely. You know, when I, even the TV commercials that, you know, have, you know, they're on Zoom and, and, you know, they're to sell Apple or whatever, but it's kind of, they're so raw and so recent, and they kind of, they do target my heartstrings. Yeah, um, I I have to say, like I do, you know, the sort of we're all in this together, you know, thing, which is so funny when we're all <laughs> from each other. But I I I do feel like, boy, this is something that the entire and this is what I was going to say about your like, well, the material might not last. Well, I think it will. It's not like people are going to be like, what pandemic? Do you right. know what I mean? Like, you can definitely t- transport some of your jokes from now, you know, in the post-pandemic era. And and for one thing, the post-pandemic thing, it's not going to be like, oh, it's back to normal anyway. So it's going to be like you're going to be – the jokes, many of those jokes that you've developed are not going to be completely useless.
0: Right. You know? No, that'll be good. That'll be good. What are you hearing from clubs or from from other comics about things coming back?
1: I've heard things about July, but I don't feel comfortable about July?
0: July. I don't know if I – yeah. Wow, July, yeah, that seems I don't, soon. I mean,
1: it seems, you know, it's like what, there's nothing special about, I mean, I guess, like, there's more, hosp- there'll be more hospital beds in July, but that doesn't really help me. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, well, I guess, I guess I can go perform in July because I'm guaranteed a ventilator. You know, I just don't know if that. <laughs> well, <laughs> if that's the calculus, that
0: is, I guess that's, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> July seems really you know,
1: soon. I one it, I, and I don't know if that's just talk, because you know sports and all the, those things, and the theaters and t- music tours—they're all done for 2020. You know, right. and I'm and I'm hearing stuff already about like fall, you know, school in the city. Like my kids go to a private school, but like I, I'm hearing like maybe they won't be going back in the fall. I'm in Illinois. They can do school on Zoom. I'm fine with that. Like I feel like why. You know s with this thing it's they're really the, I feel like they don't really know that much about it, well, yeah, like you know they're kind of like every day you think it's sort of under control, then they find out there's this thing with the inflammation, and in
0: kids oh, kids that was don't so get scary. it, and
1: they get it, you know so
0: scary, you look
1: at the, yeah, like it's just stuff that's really you know, my kids are like, yeah, but there's like those chances are so low, you know, cause kids don't think anything could ever happen to them, right, so I just. You know, I'm like, yeah, they are low, but why, like, why put that extra, you know, why put that extra thing in, you know, um. So I don't know. I I like, you know, I feel like I wouldn't mind learning this Zoom online.
0: You think the Zooms getting better, getting better at the Zoom shows is you know, that that may be yeah, the way I feel to like, go.
1: I feel, like there are, I feel like there are as many people in who are working on Zoom who are working on, you know, beating this thing. And so that I do feel like, you know, there is a way to make this a little bit, I mean, the shows just aren't quite as good, but they're, I mean, they're cheaper. They're easier, to, you know, you can just put your thing on, your computer on, Um, You don't have that same magic, but that's, I I really feel like that's going to change. I think this is just, we're in this sort of, you know, caveman era of, of this. I'm just guessing. I have, by the way, I have no technical knowledge. I have an AOL account. Like I'm not, (laughs) like I'm talking out of my butt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but, but what you're saying makes sense, though. I mean, the the idea that we're still in the very beginning stages of this. I mean, uh, I mean I've mean, i heard some people say, you know, look, we've always had the ca- the capability to do virtual shows, and we tried it, and it didn't work. It's like, yes, but you didn't have the necessity. Like, it was an interesting idea, like, hey, let's stream it. Right. But now, th- this is it. I mean, you know, like, I know there's still right. some comics who don't want to do Zoom shows, and to that, I, you know, I, I mean, it's fine. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. But I just feel like this is what we have right now, so we should probably get good at it, and we should certainly try it and see how it goes, you know. And I so, I, agree. some people are better at it, and some people are are less good at it. But you know, we'll all get we'll all get better if we just do it.
1: We're all going to get better because in comedy, you only get better unless you're like one like the point zero 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 one percent who just for some reason can't do that. You know, they just stay. Rare, but just by yes. practicing and figuring it out, and using the four corners of the screen, and you know, you're just le- learning the
0: medium. Oh, that's you really know. interesting. Use the whole screen. I never thought of that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I just I've feel seen like some people play you play you around play with their with. cameras. Yeah, but I've seen some people play yes, around with their I, cameras. The, Sophia Java does this hilarious bit, and she just she'll just drop in. She gives herself a mustache. She turns herself into a piece of bacon. She does this. She does that. And it's just right. like it's amazing. It, it's 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 a great use right. of the medium.
1: It's great, and I do think that's where where some of the younger some of the younger whippersnappers, you know, <laughs> even if they're very new, have, are in an advantage because they're just so comfortable with the experimentation. Like, whereas for me, just even learning the Zoom, which is so easy, but it caused me a lot of stress beforehand. I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to do this. This is so hard. And of course it wasn't, but like, it's like, a, there's this for me that I am a technophobe. So I feel like I, you know, everything for me is like, find it bigger but but you know i find it. i've been teaching on zoom and i have i feel very close with my students on it like we i feel like almost more intimate than if we were in a classroom i know really, a couple of people in the i know I, a couple of
0: people in the class and they've said nothing but good things they said it's been going really well oh
1: really oh good oh good i mean we're having yeah. just a very like like it's kind of intense do you know what I mean? Well, it's one thing. In one of my classes, we had to have a doctor who was on the front line. Oh wow! So in the first in the first class, he was like, you know, the the star student, like had the most things prepared, like really funny, really animated. And then for a couple of weeks after a couple after that week, I think maybe he performed the first week, maybe the second, and then he was like, I'm just gonna sit this out. I'm so I just I'm so. am I just can't, and I, but he would watch because I think it was almost like, you know, it's like having a drink, you know, it's like Mm. a little bit of a, like a buffer between his horrible day and, um, and just going to sleep, which, you know, but he's, his team has disbanded because the, um the the hospital that they were using is no longer taking uh, COVID patients. So oh. he's back doing, and he's back doing his regular, he does essential surgery. So he um, is back doing that. Um, but it is one of those things where you're like, wow, like this, it's just, it's kind of like watching, you know, it's my idea of somebody who's been to war and is having PTSD. And by the way, everybody I know, who's my sister-in-law is a nurse, and she is the t- t- toughest nurse. She used to work in the NICU. Babies dying, you know that she was really like she. You get close to these babies, and then they and you know sometimes Ugh. they're like three ounces when they're bo- you know, just horrible. Oh sometimes they die. Can't even Im- not imagine. Usually they don't, but like it's horrible. And she's like the most empathetic person, and she's tough, 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 tough. And this. Is is you know because it's like the wild west, you know that's just the wild west. It's not they don't know what to expect. It's just you know these people come in and the lack of protective equipment. It's just so scary. So
0: I don't We're talking about my class now. I'm talking about my sister-in-law.
1: Which <laughs> no, that's right. That was a <laughs> No, I, I think it's. A,
0: I had on. Um, I don't know if you know, comedian Mike Lee, who's the nurse, and it was fascinating to yes. talk to someone who's actually on the front lines. I mean, that it's just. Uh uh-huh. I can't. I can't even imagine. I mean, you know, my my brother-in-law, it has been like basically working the door. He's at a He's he's not in New York, but kind of working the door and being that person who has to tell people, "I'm sorry, you can't come in with your husband." you know, we're we're separating Uh you from the patient. And it's like, ugh. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that. That sounds like a horrible job.
1: Horrible. And did you see the story? There was a story of somebody, um, I think it was a, a nurse was writing a story in L.A. and it was about a patient who was so, I think the patient lived, but the whole time the patient was saying like, are you okay? Are you safe? Like, like the idea that like people are thinking about I do think I mean there are those horrible people who are so selfish and insane who either don't think it's a big deal or refuse to wear a mask but I think I think they're a minority but they're loud yeah. and um and I think but I think people really are kind of like some people are really lovely you know just Lovely to each other, and some people, of course, not so much.
0: But not so much. I
1: think that's the minority.
0: Yeah. Are, are there aspects of this that are sort of not something that we should be joking about, like certain you know, stories or, or categories of stories where we just, you know, like let's just not talk about that?
1: I in terms, think of, in terms that of comedy. I talk to, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I talk to friends, and I'm in a writing group with co- veteran comics, but. Um, when I talk to um, uh, students and stuff, I say better to focus on, you know, I do think if you're really funny, you can make a joke out of anything if you're really sophisticated and know how to sort of work it through. But if you want to sort of avoid that, I think the jokes to be made are more about your own plight. Like what it's like to be, you know, stuck at home. What it's like to not have a job. What it's like, you know, and because making light of the death, mm. I think is really hard. Or that, and I'll and it and I'll tell you why because it takes the part of my issues about, you know, you've taken, you've t- taken my class like a long time ago. But like part of my is that okay that I said that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. So um is um, my issue sometimes with people saying certain material isn't so much because I'm the PC police, right? I I don't, I don't, I'm not really interested in that. It's that often it distracts a crowd from being focused on the comedy and they Mm. go to another place. Right. So if you make a joke about death percentages or something like that or whatever, right, then you're, then the audience, might go there in their head and not be there for the next joke. Just like if you make a joke that's potentially offensive to a race or something, you know, you, you know, maybe it is, or maybe it isn't. Um, you, The audience might start thinking, is that okay that that person said that instead of really like being there for the comedy. So right. that's, that's my issue with that stuff. Like, I think, you know, you want to bring them into your world and not have them go back into that other place. Um, so I think really the, um, you know, I'd, I I think you've seen them, I do these little stupid videos every day with my kids. They're hilarious. They're my, so funny. My, with my kids. It's so funny. And um, they're just really about, they always come from an emotion that I've had during the day about. A mundane thing, like yesterday's with the kids not washing their dishes, you know, and it's but it's because the thing is, if I went and did a video of about like uh, like the real stuff be really moving, but it wouldn't be funny, do, do you right. know what I mean like I sure and so I wanted to I wanted it to be funny um, I want to express the funniness in this, and I do think. You know, I love the moving stuff. I I really actually, I don't know, do I love hearing the stories from the front line? I think love is a weird word, but I'm very compelled to listen to them about the sort of details. Sometimes it's a little too much for me, but, like, I I am drawn to them. But I don't think I'm the storyteller for that. Like, I don't think that's a good story that my skill set can handle, you know. Um, so I do think, you know, with comedy, I always think like, don't distract people by bringing up things that are going to put them into another place. I do think, um, and I, again, I think, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're a really skilled, it's like, you know, the people, it's, I think abortion jokes are a really good example of that because some of them are so funny, but sometimes it's such a hot button issue for people that they can't listen to the comedy anymore.
0: Right. You know? Um, so so basically, and, you gotta be careful. You gotta you you can't yeah, I think, uh, you can't just yeah, dive into think, and everything and you know expect yeah, and, to, and expect to get way, a good reaction. Think,
1: by the way, I, if there were some other comedians on the show on this show right now, they might say you're insane. Like why are you saying that? That's dumb. Like you should joke about anything. And I, and I kind of believe that in theory. I just don't know that always works. You know. Well, um, you
0: said you said you said about you said the word sophisticated, like if you're I right. think it also depends on where you are in your in your progression as a comedian
1: mm-hmm. is,
0: you know, someone who's just starting out is not is not going to be able to make the same jokes as someone who's got, you know, 15 plus years, you know, in comedy. They're just you've gotten better at it and therefore the joke right. is going to be that much better. Right. I mean, that that's that's to me, that's the easiest way to, to think about it is just right. like, and you know, like, maybe you're sorry. just not there yet and that's OK.
1: Right, and if you're Dave Chappelle, you can get it's like Dave Chappelle gets away with so much because he has such a huge following that even if he loses some people for some things that he might say, it doesn't. it's like a drop in the bucket, whereas when you're just starting out, you kind of want as many people around the you know you know around the you know fireplace as possible
0: I right yeah especially just yeah. You 100%, know, so when you're just starting out, forget it. You got you need every fan you can get.
1: Right, right. Even if it's like you know, your husband.
0: Right. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you wouldn't wouldn't want to lose them as uh, as a fan. That would be bad. I can't believe you said that. How dare you make that right. joke? I'm very offended. That would be bad. Um, so you mentioned you mentioned Dave Chappelle. I'm I'm just curious. Who are some of your favorite comedians?
1: Um. You know, people ask this question to me all the time, and I never have, like, a, quote, prepared answer because people, it changes so much for me. But, you know, it's like Judy Gold always makes me laugh, always makes me laugh, always makes me laugh. She just just always makes, like, it doesn't, you know, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, locally, I love Corey Kahaney. I love Jessica Carson. I'm, like, you know, rah-rah women comics. Um, Yeah. You know, some of the, the I I find Greg Rogel to be so funny. Oh, like, Greg I Rogel, mean,
0: so funny. God, I haven't I haven't watched him in, in years. People
1: forget. People forget about Greg Rogel sometimes. I think because he's not, um, you know, he's not like sort of. He's not very like out there on. I think on. So I mean, he does put funny posts on uh, post on Facebook, but he doesn't have whatever that. I don't know, like maybe just in my world, but I think he, I think every joke he says. is
0: Hilarious. I, mean, I always, I always loved him. him. I mean, he's a guy I used to watch, yeah. you know, on Comedy Central, like, year, you know, years yes. and years ago. He used to crack me up.
1: He's one of those people, like, every one of his jokes, I'm like, oh, my, god, I'm so jealous that I didn't think of it. And I can see you being like that, too, because you actually have kind of a similar sense of humor to him.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you. Like,
1: they're very, they're heady, like, heady, funny, like, turning things inside out and stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like
0: that. Wow, thank you. Um uh, that, that yeah, that's that I I'm actually glad you mentioned him because I, I I that's someone I always really liked and he's just kind of fallen off my personal radar. Right. Um and let's
1: see who else. Well, I'm starting to watch sitcoms because my kids are making me watch
0: them, and I'm watching oh, really? The Office, which like, I admit. the Office. I never watch The Office. I just I just can't get into it. It just doesn't. It you know, you know it's what not it is? a big deal I act- to me.
1: I figured out I figured out why you you can't get into it because this is my issue with it. It's really depressing. They're such they're so depressing. Like there's no. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to get a little bit less depressing as it goes on. It just reminds me of like. I think it's like it's too real. You know what I mean? Like, i like mm. a little bit of, you know, even like because there's no, there's no like fake audience laughing. You know what I mean? There's no right. live audience laughing, but they're with a warm up comic and all that. Um, but like, it's sometimes it's so, like my husband said, he's like, it kind of reminds me of, you know, Larry David at you know, in the let that in curb your enthusiasm. But like, Larry David shows like the celebrities and beautiful homes and stuff like that. His life is pretty good. Yeah. And these people, it's just so depressing. Like, it just seems, it's like, Oh my God. Like, you know, like when they're talking about what they want to do, it's like, I'd like to go on a trip. You know what I mean? It's, It's just so like, but it makes, but it is really, it's really brilliant. It's really funny. But it, I don't feel like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch The Office the way I feel like I can't wait to watch The Crown, which I'm also watching. Oh, love so The good. Crown. Have you what, seen what, that? What,
0: what, se- what season are you on?
1: I'm in uh, the very first episode of season three.
0: Oh, yeah. It's been good. We uh, The wife and yeah. I watched that. It's really good.
1: If season two was – season one was fine. Se- season two was – so good. It was just like they really bumped it up. I'm loving yeah. all the English stuff. Like, I watched Downton Abbey,
0: which Love I I've
1: never seen that. And I watched uh, Call the Midwives. Did you
0: ever see that? Oh, one? I don't know that one. That's, no. just,
1: that's a little bit maybe like too much of a, like a girl show, but it's, it's, um, it's kind of like, um, mm-hmm. like Grey's Anatomy meets you know... For English people, I don't know. Like it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's good. It's really good. Lots of nuns and midwives. Um, then and I watched *Poldark*. These are all my shows. I never watched British shows, and now I'm really enjoying. I should have watched the British office. And now I'm watching because I want to be like in another era. I want to be in another era in another like country
0: to escape from the pandemic. Hey there. What? What? Yeah, yeah. What is? I'm just looking up Paul Dark. What is Paul Dark about?
1: Oh, oh. oh Poldark Paul Dark is. Um, it's like a bodice ripper. You would definitely not like it. I mean, oh, part okay. of the appeal oh. is the guy who plays Paul Dark is ridiculously handsome. Like it's it's almost silly how good looking he is. <laughs> and I think that's part of the appeal. Like it's just like who looks like that, and um, and it's. It takes place, like, right after the American Revolution, but from the point of view of this guy, Poldark, who's English. And he goes back to his family, and and he's sort of, like, from some kind of nobility in in England, in Cornwall. And, you know, his sweetheart is now married to his cousin. Um, And it's, you know, problems ensue. It's a thing. It's so fun, <laughs> Problems ensue is the, the tagline. It's really, but it really is like by the end, like it's coming, like the next season's coming out on Prime Video and at the end of September. I'm like, I can't. Like, I actually sort of like when these when I binge these shows. I by the way, I watch so many of them because I'm constantly cleaning and cooking, and as I said, like I I have to do it while I'm cooking, cleaning, like this. And the end of all the seasons that I just saw was like five seasons was like while I was making breakfast for my kids. And like this really horrible, I'm not going to say what it was, but this really horrible thing happened. And like I couldn't sort of grieve because I had to put, you know, the toast in. you know what I'm saying? Like it was just (laughs) not, it wasn't like, but, but it really, when you binge these shows and then you get like when Downton, so I didn't watch the movie of Downton and I'm doing a writing project and I'm like, when I'm done with my writing project, I can watch the movie of it because I really, um, I like, I miss them. I miss those characters, and I'm oh, a, yeah, re- I totally. can tell them really,
0: hundred percent. I, I really love, love that show. Lo- the love the movie. I'd watch another season. You know, whatever they want, it. whatever they want to provide, I'm happy to do it. Uh, let me let me ask you a writing question. Do you have like a daily writing discipline? you mentioned that you were in a writing group with veteran comics, um, is that something that you do like on a regular schedule?
1: That's new to the pandemic. It's part of the okay. pandemic, keeping busy. Oh, okay. Things. Um, then I, um, I do force myself. So I'm writing another novel, and I force myself every day. I give. It depends what stage I'm in. I'm in a certain point in my. I do like a hundred rewrites because I'm so disorganized and slapdash that I have to like, I don't like some people are just very organized about it. I feel like I kind of like to let the flavors keep adding, you know, each time I rewrite it. So uh, at this, at this stage of rewrite, I say I have to review 25 pages a day. You know what I mean? Like I, Mm -hmm. like when I first was writing, I was like, I have to write four pages a day. Like that's the first step, you know, then, you know, it's like different each time, like maybe in another, like at some point it may end up being a hundred pages a day because it's gotten more perfect. You know, it's perfected so much to the point where I can show it to my agent. But like I, but this 20, I'm going to have to do this series of 25 pages a day for several drafts. And then well, when I get her, the when I get her the draft, that's when I can watch some Downton movie.
0: Oh, okay. But maybe so, when, so you reward you know yourself. I mean? Yeah, I'm all about rewards. So, so you have, so you do have a strict discipline when it comes to writing a novel.
1: I, I, yeah. So now I do. You know, it's funny. I had a little bit. You know, I wrote a novel that didn't get, uh, that nobody bought, um, and it was so. It's so funny because there was a character in it. It was before Trump was elected, but it was. It went out around the time of the election but there was a character that was basically Trump. It was Ah. like the way I wrote him, but it wasn't based on Trump, but he was a real estate person. I, you know, I picked that because I thought that was like a job where you could get a con artist, you know what I mean? It was a con artist character. And, um, and it, like his quote, crimes were so nothing like, thank God it didn't nobody bought, because it would have been like embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like it was so so anyway, so then that nothing happened with that and then when Trump was elected, I actually lost the um for a year I stopped reading and writing. I was so depressed. Oh wow. It was just depressing. And then um and then I started up again and my mother got really sick and that became like very time consuming Uh, for me. And so and so I I stopped doing that and then when I kind of had more of a hold a hold on it, then this whole thing happened. Um, and so it gave me more
0: time right so you had more time what, what about talking about him on stage about, uh, about Mr. Trump because I feel like some people do it some people don't some people stay away from it you know, but I, I found that it kind of chills an audience but that, but that goes back to mm. when we were performing live um, I, haven't really, I haven't really brought him up much you know, in virtual shows and I haven't really heard other people doing it much either
1: Right. I think it's one of those things, like, people at, like, those Seth Meyers and all that, they all do it so well. There's Mm -hmm. nothing that I can say that's going to be funnier than what they say, ever. And so I kind of leave it to them. And then there is that thing where, you know, it's kind of what goes back to what, what I was saying. It takes you out of your... Moment and it's like are there Trump supporters in the audience? Da 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 da. Like, what do people like Trump? And you know, I do uh, this variety show, Lean Over, with um, with my friend Cindy Kaplan and I, and, and Corey sometimes is a is host with us. And we, it is a little bit political. Like, it definitely her songs are very political. We often bring. Stuff up during. I don't really have jokes or anything about it, but it just comes up like organically during the show. But it's really marketed toward a very upper West Side um, crowd. Now we are trying to do it online on Friday night. Oh, and I think we're going to be. I think we're going to be less Trumpy. I mean, less. Yeah, we're going to be less like talking about it. You know what I mean? Because. You know there are people i don't think there are people who are necessarily pro trump in in my sort of fan base if I have a fan, you know, but people who come to see my shows um but um the but they may have relatives who are you know what i mean like who are watching in their living room with them. So I don't oh, know how much to do it. I mean, I have a feeling Cindy doesn't care, and she'll just do it, and that's fine. Like that's you know, that's her. Th- I mean, she's a she's also a singer. It's a little bit different, you
0: know. So she's um, doing well. She's doing like parody songs.
1: Yeah, she does like yeah, but there's there's sort of she has sort of a folk singer voice and folk singer. She's a beautiful voice and like plays the guitar, and they're very wordsmithy. They're not like. It's not like Randy Rainbow, you know. She's all original mm-hmm. music, and um, and it's
0: oh, so not so know, not parodies. It's, so it's a comedy songs. They're but not, not parody. Parod-
1: they're com yeah. They're not parodies. Yeah, of
0: course. Because
1: <laughs> I'm a hundred. <laughs>
0: quarantine oh. brain. We just blame everything on yeah, quarantine I mean, brain.
1: I know. I blame everything on the quarantine.
0: Don't get me wrong.
1: Um. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, to doing that, and yeah. no, so your question about Trump, yeah, I I don't do that stuff really. I, I you know I am not even really tempted to do it, frankly.
0: I mean, what if what if someone came in and in a class and was sort of you know going off on it? I mean, would you advise to stay away from it, or do you? Or is that no, a- I would
1: say, I would say if that's your if that's where your passion and your talent is, go for it. But know that you have to be incredibly prolific because the stuff changes all the time and there are people out there who are doing it so well every night and so i and i actually say that i say if you're going to do if you're going to do that like um like you know it's it's almost like the the bar is a little higher
0: What if someone were were pro-Trump and they got up and started talking about that and sort of you know the liberals are annoying and things of that nature?
1: Right. Um, You know, I feel like there are things that you can poke fun at with liberals, Um, so I would try to steer them in that area. Um, And I'm sure I've had students who are pro-Trump and have been like, because it's New York, they've been afraid to say it, you know. Right. but yeah, I mean, I do. You know, it's funny because before Trump, even like during like Bush, you, I mean, it was a little bit divided. Like you had to be a little bit like there was a little bit like oh God, I bet they're Bush people, you know. But but not really. Um, I feel like you could there were things that you could kind of make fun of. Um, but now it's just. I just guess because the stakes feel so high that you don't want to say anything really like critical at all of liberals, Right. Because you don't, because you like, you know, there's just some fun, there's some funny things, even if it's not policies per se, there's some personality things and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I would never say, oh, you can't have that view. And and frankly, oh, no, I don't I even, I, I I try not to betray, although it's obvious, I try not to betray my anti-Trump feelings when I'm teaching the class, because, I, specifically because I don't want people to feel like it usually comes from other students. And I, you know, sometimes they'll make, they'll make like an offhand remark or something.
0: Yeah, and no, then, it certainly you know, comes I come up. Yeah. It's so much on people's minds and, you know, I mean, just look at social media and the way, you know, that everybody's talking about it. So it's bound to come up in in, in real life.
1: How can you not have an opinion? Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't not have an opinion on this. Like, it's too big to not have one.
0: Oh yeah, no, right. no, no. clearly you're, you're clearly going to have some feelings about it one way or the, one way or the other, and and, right. and then the question is just do you express those in comedy? And you know, generally, I've just I've just found that you you know, uh, I, the joke's got to be really good. Like unless because it just I find that I mention his name and, and it just chills the audience. It just does not. Yeah. Go, it just doesn't go over well.
1: Yeah. Right, because they're because they're thinking. They're thinking, I wonder if there are any Trump people in here. It's that what Mm. I was talking about.
0: Right. right. Um, All right, Karen, this has been terrific. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, Why don't we plug your show, and then where are you on social media and things of that nature?
1: Oh, okay. Oh, you know what I would love is if anybody um, wants to, to do, uh, go on my YouTube. I just started a YouTube of all my... Oh, cool. I put all my videos... Well, I still have like two weeks to put on, but like I started doing those videos on March 22nd. I do one every day. It's called Parenting in the Age of COVID. Karen Bergreen
0: nice. um, is
1: my YouTube channel. And you can find me on Instagram, Bergreen Karen. Friend me on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, but I'm like basically anonymous on Twitter. No, I'm not who I oh, okay. um, And then my show, Lean Over, on Friday, please come. Um, you can contact me through Facebook or through um Instagram. Maybe I'll put a a post on Instagram about it. I haven't. As I
0: said,
1: I'm not technologically.
0: Friday, what time?
1: 8.30 on Friday.
0: 8.30 on Friday, okay.
1: It's a variety show. It's more, it's like going to be game, singing, a little bit of comedy. No, It's going to be a real mix. It's an hour. That's the other thing about comedy in this. I think the shows have to
0: be really short. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, All right, this is great. Uh, Karen, thank you so much. This was so Um, much
1: fun. I'm, I'm so glad to catch up.
0: Yeah, Even absolutely. Like uh, we'll like we'll, be or 20 or 20. At, yes, we'll be back tomorrow at. Yes, we will be back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Everyone, please stay safe.